Okay. Kind of like a large group therapy session there. If you haven't been before, welcome. All right, here's a little song we're going to send out to our friends in Australia tonight or 5 o'clock tomorrow morning or whatever. A little thing called Boomerang Love. We're heading down there in January as well, so come see us down under. All right. Thanks for tuning into the latest episode of the Songlines and Tan Lines podcast, a place to take a momentary break from your day-to-day routine. Those returning, thank you. The support is greatly appreciated. Those new to this podcast, welcome. And if you like what you hear and are not a subscriber, anybody know what I'm about to say next? Anybody, anybody at all? You got it. Don't forget to subscribe. Now let's pull up the anchor and set so. Well, the Summer of Live series continues this week with the song Boomerang Love from the Live in Cincinnati album. That's the song that opened the episode, and it's another kind of rare Buffett concert song, so I thought it might be nice to feature it. Here's a bit more about the Live in Cincinnati album from Wikipedia. Live in Cincinnati was recorded at Riverbend Music Center in Cincinnati on August 26th, 2003. It was released in January of 2004 on Melboat Records. So short and sweet there. Again, there's not a lot on these live in Cincinnati, Vegas, all these albums because they're directly from the soundboard. But there are some cool things about the concert track listing. Um, I was flipping through while I was talking here. Uh, Saxophones, that's number three. That's pretty cool to hear. Honeydew is back in the set list. Burn That Bridge. That's a deep cut. Let's see what else is on here. Why Don't We Get Drunk, which he hasn't played much in a while. This Hotel Room, It's My Job, Tampico Trauma. Those are three bangers in a row. Then you got the Staples, of course, Pirate, Changes in Latitudes. Uh, Then he closes strong with Mexico, Margaritaville, Volcano, Fins, Southern Cross, and the one that closed the album is Growing Older But Not Up. So, Pretty cool to see that track listing. 
And the revisit episode this week is Pacing the Cage, another song by Jimmy that I've always liked and enjoyed. Here it is. Sunset is an angel weeping, holding out a bloody sword. No matter how I squint, I cannot make out what it's pointing toward. Sometimes you feel like you've lived too long. The days drip slowly on the page, and you catch yourself pacing the cage. Hello and welcome. Thanks for tuning in to the latest episode of the Songlines and Tan Lines podcast. A place to take a momentary break from your day-to-day routine. Now, let's get into this week's song, Pacing the Cage, written by Bruce Cockburn from the album Beach House on the Moon. You may be asking, who is Bruce Cockburn, and why did Jimmy cover one of his songs? He is a Canadian singer, songwriter, and guitarist. His song styles range from folk to jazz-influenced rock, and his lyrics cover a broad range of topics, including human rights, environmental issues, politics, and Christianity. Cogburn has written more than 300 songs on 33 albums over a career spanning 40 years, of which 22 have received a Canadian Gold or Platinum certification as of 2018, and he has sold over 1 million albums in Canada alone. Thanks Wikipedia for that information, and I went into that information because this episode deals with Jimmy's cover of one of his songs, and I will play a bit of that song now. Here it is, Time to Pace the Cage. Sunset is an angel weeping Holding out a bloody sword No matter how I squint I cannot Make out what it's pointing toward Sometimes you feel like you lived too long The days drip slowly on the page And you catch yourself in the cage I've always liked this song and it is a song I wanted to feature because it is a darker, more brooding, more reflective song by Jimmy. And it shows another side of him. And it shows you yet, fellow listeners, another layer of his music beyond the party vibe everybody associates him with. Do you see it now? Do you see why I wanted to start this podcast? It is songs like this, buried on an album released in 1999 that will probably never see the concert stage again. And that is a shame because it is a great song. But even I will admit, I am not sure where a song like this would fit into Jimmy's current live shows. Maybe it could be a closing song, maybe a quick acoustic number in the middle of the show, but it's such a dark song that I'm not sure he could fit it into a set anymore. Let me read a few more of the lyrics. They are excellently penned by Bruce, and honestly, if you didn't know Bruce wrote them, you would think Jimmy penned them himself. They seem like very reflective lyrics. An artist looking at what he has done, what he has accomplished, and what striving for success has done to him. 
Here they are. I proved who I am so many times. The magnetic strips worn thin. And each time I was someone else, and every one was taken in. Powers chatter in high places. Stirrup eddies in the dust of rage. Set me to pace in the cage. I never knew what you all wanted, so I gave you everything. All that I could pillage, all the spells that I could sing. It's as if this thing were written in the constitution of the age. Sooner or later, you'll wind up pacing the cage. Excellently written. And I guess the big question is, has this song seen the concert stage? Survey says, 29 times according to BuffettNews.com. And that is a big wow. I thought it might have gotten a few plays in concert, but 29 is a big number for a darker song like this. It was first played in 1997 and last played in 2003. I am glad to see it had a decent run in concert. I would say that I would love to hear it live again, but I don't think that will ever happen. This song was great for its time and place, but I think the years have passed it by. But that doesn't mean that we can't unearth it from time to time, dust off the moon dust, give it a spin, and enjoy it. And I encourage you to seek it out, to seek out the album Beach House on the Moon as well. It's a good album. Maybe not the best he's ever released. You're wearing moon boots, Jimmy. But there are many forgotten gems on it. Thanks, Bruce, for writing this one. Thanks, Jimmy, for covering it. That's it. Time to set sail. Thanks for listening. Sometimes the best map will not guide you. You can't see what's round the bend. Sometimes the road leads through dark places. Sometimes the darkness is your friend. Today these eyes scan bleached out land. For the coming of the outbound stage. Pacing the cage. Let me drop anchor here and close out the episode. You can hear my voice talking about music on the Audible Ecstasy podcast and talking about horror on the Nightlight Tales podcast. And stay tuned after Boomerang Love Plays. I'll be reading a bit more of the Tale of the Golden Pirate. And don't forget to check out the show notes where you can find all my social media areas, where to buy my books, and my Patreon page. And if you enjoy what you hear, don't forget to rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Or if your current podcast app supports it, rate me there too. And one last thing, I want to hear your Buffett origin stories. How you became a Jimmy Buffett fan. The way to contact me to send me those stories is in the show notes. That's it. Thanks for listening. Cheers and aloha.
All right, back to the tale of the Golden Pirate. Parson is getting close to taking that trip, so let's go ahead and get into it. If you want to read it further, Amazon has it in ebook and paperback, and you can find it on my Patreon page for $1. And just an FYI, might get a little salty in the next few passages, so if the kids are listening, you might want to tune out and come back later. Let's get into it. Hello, it was Vicky and not her husband. Dumb luck or fate? You decide. Hey, it's me, Parson. Parson? She paused for a moment. Surely to goodness you remember me, Parson thought to himself. I know I may not be as hung as some men, but there's got to be something you remember about me. Oh, Parson Slang, how have you been? It was cheery and confusion mixed together in one big statement. Good, how about you? This was a messy start and an uncomfortable one, but there was still something there between them. Good, the family's good. I have another one on the way. Parson couldn't see this, but she was rubbing her stomach as she said this. I saw. How? Online. You posted some pictures about it and started a blog. Oh yeah, that. I'm just trying to stay on top of things. For a minute, Parson thought of her on top of her husband, giving him the cowgirl ride of his life. That was her favorite position, after all. Still working that warehouse job? No, I've been through two of those since we split up. Tough times right now. Yeah, I just got laid off from my last job. Laid off sounded better than fired in Parsons' head. And it also led to less explaining as well. Double bonus. Ring the bell. We have a winner. <laughs> 